This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, welcome to another episode of Poetry in Motion with me, Neil Fitzmorris. Joined on my right-hand side by my ever-trusty servant. Yeah, you're not really a servant, are you? You're ever-trusty <laughs> sidekick, should we say. It's Joe Rimmer. Hello, Joe. Hi, Neil. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm yeah. feeling a little bit... I feel, today feels a bit special. Really? Yeah, it feels like we should have had a bit of a red carpet out. It feels like a royal visit. <laughs> Do you know when they turn up and you don't hear about it until it's on Granada Reports? That's they it. They turned up to some crash and waved and got off. Well, to my left-hand side is, is someone who you, you will all know, of course. He was, he was the, uh, the co-founder. The founding poets. fathers. One of the founding fathers, yeah. We should have his head chiselled into, into, <laughs> into a rock in Formby. Uh, it's Neil Jones. How are you, Jonesy? I'm very well, thanks. Thank ah, you very you. much. You can chisel my head anytime. Yeah, yeah. maybe. He looks like the barbers with his, he? Uh, some of the listeners will be going, oh, it's Jonesy back. Yeah. Feels like an old comfy pair of slippers back on, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're my left shoe and you're my right shoe. Absolutely. A Wednesday morning treat. A Wednesday morning treat. No buenos, though. Sorry, guys. I forgot. No, he, he did say when we when we got the deal over the line last night. He said that he it was a late to the bro- yeah, it was a late transfer deal when yeah, we got Josie back in. Yeah. How are you first and foremost, mate? How's it been going for you post? Well, let's. I would say post echo, but I'd rather say post poetry emotion. Yeah. Yeah, the, the big thing I miss, actually. Of course it is. Yeah. Like, nearly a year on, nearly a year on. Incredibly, time flies, doesn't it? Doesn't it just... But it's been, a, yeah, it's been very good. Very good over at goal.com. Yeah. Um, enjoying enjoying the, new, the newish role and uh, keeping in touch with, with everything that goes on still back here. But, um, yeah, could, couldn't complain even if I wanted to over the last few months. Good lad, well it's great to see you back. Great to see you back. Uh, A quick mention for last week's live event, Joe. It was really good one, another good one. Thanks for turning up in your hundreds and fifties. It was brilliant. I think there'll be more. Um, The the first two have been really, really successful. I think we'll aim for another one, sort of springtime, early summer maybe, but... Hopefully we'll be talking about a title, you never know. You never know. Just well, don't that. schedule it for the same night as any youth cup games. <laughs> no, no, no sorry. So Jonesy can stand up this time. Yeah, no, it was great. Thank you for your attendance once again. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, it was a really, really good night. I had lots of fun with that. Right, let's get down to business. Um, we'll talk about last night's game. Um, Bayern Munich came to Anfield. Uh, well, first and foremost, the manager, well, just put it out there, Jonesy. What did you think uh, the game went like last night for us? Um... I, you know what? Before the game, I thought. I don't think everyone thought it, but I I did think it'd be tight. And I, I mean, prediction, me bet actually was one 0 Liverpool. I thought it'd be one of them games where, because everyone talks and talks about oh defensive and you know it won't be this and it won't be that. There'll be goals there, and I think when you get to the last sixteen, the Champions League, when you've got teams like Bayern Munich, they don't get to the last. They've been to the last four, six of the last seven seasons. They don't get there by by just going hell for leather and trying to win away games and stuff like that. So I thought they might come and be a bit... Disciplined. Dis- yeah, disciplined. The They're way, very yeah. experienced. They've got loads of World Cup winners, Champions League winners, Bundesliga winners. They've got loads of them in the team and I thought they'll they'll come and, and play their way, you know, at their pace. And I think Liverpool have shown this season, as opposed to last, that that doesn't bother them as much. And I think last season, yeah. you might have seen Liverpool... They're not so much a fish on a hook anymore, are they? Yeah. Going, are they? Yeah, I think if you'd said last season Liverpool without Van Dijk and with a midfielder playing at centre back, I think they would have gone. Do you know what? We're going to have to win here for four two. Yeah. So we're going to have to go and you know score a few goals. I think Liverpool are a lot more confident. You think back to the Napoli game where they had to they had to win either one nil or by two goals to go through, and it was no one predicted one nil. Everyone thought, oh, they'll have to win three one four one, and Liverpool were happy to say, no, no, we, we can we can do this. I mean, they should have won by more, but I thought last night it'd be tight. 
Um, I thought the first half was really good, really engaging. You know, Bayern started the better, Liverpool finished the better, the half. And I thought it was really set up for a good second half, but I think it just, I think the game was just a bit killed. I don't, I think Liverpool couldn't get anything going. I think Bayern defended well. And I think once you got to sort of 65, 70 minutes, I think both teams could see the finish line and thought, you know what, that's not the worst result in the world. Let's not, let's not do anything stupid in the last 15 and, and, and risk everything. And I think. You could. I reckon if you spoke to both managers in the cold light today, I think both would say we're not we're not that unhappy with how it worked out. I think Klopp would obviously want want to win, want more. The fans would obviously want more, but I don't think it's the worst result in the world for Liverpool, mate. And not getting an away goal uh, is important, isn't it, Joe? To take and I mean, basically, I heard a lot of people. I, I think the I think the vibe coming off the ground last night was was making. The most of a of a of a not a bad situation, but of a of a fairly standard yeah, football match. Half, I mean, glass yeah, half glass half full definitely. And I think I heard a few people saying we've only got to get one over there and they're in trouble. I suppose that's the outlook we've got to show on it, really, isn't it? Definitely, I think not conceding away goal is massive. And and I think in a strange way that that result could play into Liverpool's hands a little bit. Bayern Munich were very very happy at the final whistle, celebrating a lot with their fans, and I, I don't blame them. But then. Does that mean that for the second leg they'll be a whole lot more confident and perhaps a bit more ambitious? I, th- I think they will have to be, won't they? So I, I back Liverpool's are going to be able to score anyway. You know, we've we've there aren't many many better teams in in Europe at, at scoring goals. So yeah, I, I think there'll be space for Liverpool. I think Kimmich is a good player; he'd be out. So yeah, I think I think this tie is very much alive for Liverpool. I have to admit, last night I was one of those that. Neil talked about I, I sort of overlooked Bayern a little bit I, I'd seen um, I'd seen their, a little bit of their game on Friday night and, and read James Pierce was over there read a bit of his stuff and um, they did look poor and, and defensively especially so I thought Liverpool would have a real go at them but it went the opposite way and they defended really really well but Javi Martinez was uh, at this world and you're in the mix zone at Anfield where the players come through and you talk, people talk about Bayern's decline and saying oh did this and that and then you watch Manuel Neuer walks through and you go well good mm. winner Matt Hummels walks through, oh, what a career he's had. Javi Martinez walks through, World Cup winner. You know, God. David Alaba played for years, one of the best left-backs around. Thiago, James Rodriguez, World Cup top scorer, right, best player, what, five years ago. Frank Ribéry comes through, Robert Lewandowski, and you're like, God, you know, you, Liverpool played the serious team last night, a serious team, and I, I do, do genuinely think that either team that gets through will think they can win it. Yeah, I, think that, I, th- I think you're right, I th- I, but... For me, frustratingly, I, I felt like we allowed, because of our lack of... There didn't feel like any agency from Liverpool last night at all, for me. I felt like it was... Um, whenever Bayern got the ball, we were very, very happy to let them just knock it about. And they were knocking about quite a bit. There was no, there was very little press. I think that's natural in European games, especially late on, though, isn't it? When I think they went for it early on. Bayern had some chances, then Liverpool did settle into it had some, some good chances and then in the second half it's tough isn't it because in the back of the players minds they're probably thinking if we go hell, for, hell to leather here and, and and then slip up and concede one it's massively advantaged buying so mm. I think it happens in a lot of European games it goes quite cagey towards the end I think that's what it did do so. I think as well Liverpool increasingly are not doing that ridiculous sort of press that they, you know yeah, the yeah, extreme yeah. press I think they're doing a lot more smarter where maybe it involves a little bit of let's have the, let them knock it let them knock it and then when he takes a bad touch as soon as someone gets their head down or, or 
lets the ball run under the foot or whatever. Then we then we go and press. And there was a couple of times where that happened. I think Neuer got cl- closed out yeah. very nearly by Mane, was it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Where he, it was Bayern had comfortable possession, and all of a sudden, just a loose touch or a, a little dally on the ball, and then they were all on him. And you know that gets the crowd going. But yeah, Liverpool, the gag and pressing that we, we that we were used to of, of Klopp. What you know, where everyone just sort of charged at the ball when he first came. I don't think that's going to be here anymore. And I think there's also you got to respect the quality of the opposition as well. They're all they're all excellent footballers, aren't they? Especially the goalkeeper, you know, probably the best in the world with his feet. Probably Edison and, and Neuer are the two that you'd say not even any point closing down Neuer because he can pass a ball anywhere. Yeah, he can. I mean, the gang and press thing you talk about is interesting because you, you, on one on one side you say yeah. You know, we're, not, we're probably not going to see that anymore because it's not Liverpool have become much more cultured, kind of much more relaxed team. But on the other hand, the other hand, you say it's the gang press that has started the momentum of the reputation of Liverpool Football Club as an attacking force in Europe. And to, I think to stop that, I mean, last night for me was interesting because we had when it started, the fans were up, mm. and and it was one of those typical examples of a football match that didn't produce anything to keep the fans going. It didn't, it really didn't. And, and, and I can say, you know, people will be out there saying, ah, you're talking rubbish. I, for me, it was. I found it a really dull, a really dull exercise, a really dull, uninspired, below par performance from Liverpool. And, uh, and uh, if anyone says to me now, I think it was, you know, it, it was it was well paced and it was just, I just, I disagree. It sapped the life out of the fans. There was nothing to sing about. We had 16 goal attempts, two on target. And uh, and it was just really really dull to me. I thought I thought uh, I thought it was uh, and and the gang press thing. I need back at some stage. I don't know why. I don't know why we have to go from having it to not having it at all, instead of having it and then knowing when to bring it on. Yeah. Um, then it was there against Bournemouth. Mm. You know the, the previous game. So it, that's it, what I'm saying. It, quality I'd, opposition. Yeah, quality opposition is vastly change. superior. But that's what I'm saying. It it, it, it it for me it needs to be introduced at times when it has to be introduced and, and, and obviously when you're playing someone like Bayern but I just felt last night Bayern were there for the taking and I felt like it was a, it was very much a below par performance was it not John? Yeah I suppose so but I mean Liverpool were missing arguably their best player um, That's what it is And, yeah. and it, you know you, you don't know how that affects the full team I, I, I think they still do try and press and I think like Neil says, I think they, they do press a little bit differently but I think early on in the game last night they did they did put a bit of pressure on, on Bayern but Bayern were clever enough to, to play through them and, and create some good chances. So I, I don't think necessarily that they've stopped doing that. I just think that it doesn't always work quite as well as, as you'd hope and you're not going to blow every t- side away. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think there's anything to be worried about. I, I, it was an interesting piece from Rory Smith in the um, New York, yeah, New York, New York Times. Times yeah. And he said that Bayern had, Bayern had fallen because they've fallen from such a, <laughs> yeah. a, a high great, great line, point. Yeah, he yeah. said they, they, they they've fallen like a giant, but they cannot because the giants they can take someone on the way with them. Yeah, of course, exactly. yeah, no, that's absolutely true. So they're still a very very good team, and, and I think we're all a little bit guilty of thinking, you know what, Bayern aren't the team Liverpool are yeah. because we don't watch them every week. But having had a look at them last night, I think well, I'll take that back a little bit, and if they get yeah. get something in in Munich, I'd be more than more than happy. Do you know what I think? Also, you're talking about sapping the life or sapping the, the excitement. Liverpool started so hesitantly at the back as well mm. and I think that didn't, yeah, didn't think, help anyone I, you know I in the sense right. of you want what you want to see is really assured you know Matip and Fabinho wasn't actually Fabinho at fault for, for it was actually Matip the senior centre but you really want to see that sort of it's okay Van Dijk's not playing it's okay you know we're in control of this and it really wasn't like that was Alisson was dallying on the ball and Matip was trying to 
flicked the ball past the past oncoming strikers, and there was just I think Robertson left the header short, and Matt nearly scored an own goal, and he yeah, pulled yeah. through his own net. So it was um, that probably takes a little bit of the sort of swagger out of the fans, where you think, oh yeah, okay, all of a sudden we because I, I wrote down, you know, you're doing notes of potentially of where you're going to write your piece at the end, and I wrote one saying if Van Dyke is going in for contract negotiations, he should use a video of this game to, to sort of say this is how important they am. But credit to them, they actually they actually improved a lot, certainly after about half an hour. Uh, Matip certainly did. But um, I think that probably contributed to the, the sort of, took a little bit of the confidence maybe away from maybe the supporters and even the team potentially because if you're going to go and do that when there's, there's that behind you, then maybe it's a bit more risky. I think it's a mix, isn't it? I think it's that. There was there was a lack of. I think the biggest frustration last night was that one touch, final the final yeah, touch yeah. was was missing. Mm-hmm. It was either running into people, it was just not putting it to the right place, or there didn't seem to be a lot of pace in the passing. I found it interesting. Yeah. Uh, the the ball was ambling along to other players, whereas the that zip was missing. And I, I said to me mate, jokingly, they've, they've got to stop taking holidays halfway through the season because <laughs> that's the second one now where they've come back and they've gone. Oh, and with viruses, I'd rather I'd rather have a Cornetto. I'd rather be on the beach again so it, it does feel like that I mean if anything it, it sort of feels like I think you're right Neil I think it feels like it was very much what we were going to do with our VVD day wasn't it what we were going to do with our Virgil and, 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 and just make do so with that in mind the prospect of of, uh, of the uh, the rematch at Munich being Virgil van Dijk back uh, probably Matip alongside him I would imagine uh, imagine yeah, three unless, weeks away unless Lovren's, unless Lovren's first, yeah, yeah possibly um, but what kind of a different approach can we give the game then, Joe, when we've got Fabinho? I would imagine it's going to be Henderson and Wijnaldum because I think Cater last night made some great runs, but he's still very hot and cold, isn't he? He is very hot and cold. He's, he's a, I thought he started very well, but there's times when, we were just discussing before before we started this, there's, there's times when you want him to wake up and there's a time when Mane looked, looked to find him. It was a poor pass from Mane. Mane completely misjudged it and Henderson had to get back and, and sort of help Liverpool out. But... You want to cater to just show a little bit more fight and get back the other way and, and, and win it. But do you know what? I still think he suffers a little bit of confidence. I still think we're waiting for that goal or real yeah, good piece of inspiration moment. from him. Yeah, a moment from I'll tell him. I'll tell you to, what, to what bears that out. There's a couple of times last night when he could have pulled a trigger and he didn't. Yeah. He's looking for the pass, isn't he? Yeah. And, and that's the confidence. There was one where he had two goes of putting Robertson in clean yeah. half yeah. the pitch to run into and he, he under-hit one and yeah. over-hit the next one. Yeah. Just sort of... He really... He's either going to be one of them players that it just doesn't quite happen for him or he's going to be one of them players that it just goes like that yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, wow, he's just doing everything. I mean, Everything's he, natural and he's, he knows exactly how to play the He did ball. a run last night half the pitch and into the box and he he, he, he had about five players following him and, he, and yeah. he, he, could, he couldn't get the ball. He was unlucky yeah. with that overhead kick from the edge of the box as well. Yeah. It was inches, yeah. inches wide, wasn't yeah. it? Just, just, just missed the corner play. Yeah, yeah just missed the corner. <laughs> to be Jones. fair, he, he was causing chaos at yeah, times. Was, yeah. and that, and that's In what the you, middle as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Liverpool have missed this season, especially with Oxley Chamberlain injured. A, a player from midfield to drive on and, and create a bit of space by by running at opposition and he does do that it just he does seem to be lacking that final ball or just I think you know he, he was a bit unlucky wasn't he he had that shot Mane then missed the sitter didn't he yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a few people turn. claiming handball but it was a good block yeah, yeah. and I, I think you know there's an element to look there and I think it does look like to be a player in there but yeah, like Neil says he, he could go the other way um, but when when they when Liverpool go over there look I, I think it, it, the game will suit them better there'll be a bit more space Bayern will have to come forward and that's when they haven't got the quickest back line and that's when Liverpool will look to try and break it them on the counter 
and uh, and hurt them. You know, last last night one of the one of the frustrating players was Manny because Manny Manny had a poor game, he, didn't he? But he but he, he's also involved in everything good Liverpool do. Yeah. Mm. So he, he picks the ball, runs at people, creates chances, gets on the end of things. But some games he just seems to miss everything, doesn't he? And yeah, yeah. That that one I was just talking about was an absolute sitter, but people seem to be distracted by the handball. Yeah. But it was I a know, sitter. I think then people think it was offside as well. Yeah, yeah. London, but it, it was well wasn't, on. It wasn't. Yeah. It was well on, wasn't it? Also, the thing to remember about the second leg is Bayern now. I happen to know that Dortmund obviously dropped points on Monday night, so Bayern are within three points of Dortmund. Got got to play them at home before the end of the season. So it's a real Liverpool yeah. in a tight race, Bayern in a tight yeah. race. And we're worrying, worrying Liverpool. Who do you select here? And who do you, you know? How do you keep players fresh? Well, they've got exactly the same yeah. problem. Probably with probably with a smaller squad. If you look at the two benches last night, because they had Renato Sanchez on the bench, who's you know flopped on loan at Swansea. They had two kids um, who I'd never never heard of, you know, from the youth team. They had Frank Ribery, obviously. Uh, an, an aging player, so they don't they don't have a great deal of depth, and if they've got to play massive Bundesliga games in between and play these, you know, keep pace with Dortmund or maybe overhaul them, then they're going to have problems as well. They've got Robin out injured, Goretzka was out last night, wasn't yeah. he? Muller's still suspended. Kimmich is going to be suspended for the second leg. Tolisso's out. They've got they've got their own problems, and Liverpool fans do get into that zone. I think saying on social media of thinking that all the bad stuff can only happen to Liverpool. They do it with Manchester City. Oh, what what happens if Salah gets injured? Well, what happens if Aguero gets injured? You know, these those things always always can come into play. So there's a long time. It's, it's a weird a weird gap, isn't it, between the two legs? I think was it three weeks? It's three it's, weeks. Yeah, it seems like it's it's two different months. I mean, yeah. like it, it does. It feels like it is almost a month yeah. between the two games, which. Is a bit unusual, so loads can happen in the meantime. Liverpool could be six points clear at the top of the Premier League. They could be out of the title yeah. race. They could be have four players injured. They could have no players injured. They could have players back. It can all it can all change. So I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be too comfortable making any predictions at this stage. I mean, it wouldn't be it could it it couldn't even be too far fetched to suggest as a prediction that uh, Oxlade Chamberlain could feature in the second leg three weeks away. He's yeah. been training yeah. with them. You never know. I don't think we should put too much pressure on him. He's coming back for a long no. injury, but it'd, it'd be great. You know, I think it would give Liverpool a confidence boost just to get him on the bench. Um, he, he seems seems like such a positive person. I know that sounds a bit, bit cliché, doesn't popular, it? But he seems popular, positive. Players seem yeah. to like him. Fans love him. Yeah. Uh, I think just to get him on the boost, uh, get him on the bench would be a massive boost. Um, get him on the boosts. Get, get him, him on boost, boost yeah. bars and that'd be a massive <laughs> yeah, bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great to see him. I, I, I loved him last season. Thought it was a massive part of Champions League. Of well. Champions League run. It suited them. Um, today. It really did. I think, I think he's been such a big miss this season, especially with Cater settling in. I mean, he could have given Liverpool a whole lot of dimension. And it showed last night, shooting from outside the box. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll just hit it, just hit it, just hit it. Why not hold them? Just hit it. When Alden, I mean, he scored some absolute screamers yeah. for, for Holland. Mm. And you think, yeah. hit the thing. Oh, no, no. I couldn't, I don't, think I'm, I don't think I've shouted hit it so many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could Except do it when you were DJing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beatboxing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Body popping, outside, <laughs> body popping outside top shop. Um, it was just a very frustrating thing, wasn't it? You was just going, somebody yeah, belt yeah. the ball, you know. But do you think there's a possibility, Neil, that to, to, when I was on the weekend's game against United, or do you think that came into it at all? No, or? I don't. I don't because it's the job, isn't it? And you know, I know it's it's people people go on and say, you know. Oh, you've got big games coming up and you've got a tough schedule and all that. But Tuesday to Sunday is not a tough schedule for for a club like Liverpool, and they haven't had a game before the weekend before as well. So that is, it's when it's if it was Thursday night and then Sunday morning, then you'd say okay, that's a bit of a, sh- a quick turnaround. And yeah, you've got 
issues with the, the timings and things like that, if you're, especially if you're playing away. But Liverpool are at home. They're only, they're only going to Manchester. They're not having to do too much. They've got... They'll probably have a day-to-day, which Klopp would call a clearing day, where they just sort of... They, they run off the aches and pains. Get or a whatever. tattoo done. Yeah, probably, yeah. And then they'll probably have a, a sort of... A medium session and two two full sessions Friday Saturday. That's plenty. That's plenty of preparation. That's, that's standard preparation for a yeah. Premier League game. So I don't I don't think there will have been one eye on it. Maybe the only thing you'd say is one eye would be on it in the sense of, well, let's, let's not put Shakiri on when he's got an abdominal yeah. problem yeah. or something like that. Or let's yeah. let's if Kate has got you know a tightness or whatever whatever that was going on in the second half or Firmino with his virus. Okay, let's yeah let's you know we're not gonna we're not gonna win this anyway. Yeah. So let's get them off. But. I don't think I don't think players think like that. I don't think any player, other than if it's a case where it's a dead rubber game and you've got a Champions League final coming up, that's the only time you sort of think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fly into a stupid challenge here. I don't I don't think Liverpool played with that in their mind though. Not personally. Well, with that in mind, how big is this game, mate? I mean, I know it sounds. I'm just asking the questions that everyone wants yeah. to ask and everyone wants to talk about in the A-Louse and everyone wants to talk about the match. How big is this? You know, they're always big games, but this is a special burden, doesn't it? No, I, I think this is massive. I don't. I, th- I think I know. No, it might sound a little bit over the top, and, and I'm sure Doyley would kill me for saying this, but I think if they lose on Sunday, the title title's over. If they win on Sunday, it could certainly give them the momentum to go and win it. I, I just think it's very, very, very big, the way they're playing. I've watched a bit of them recently, and I thought PSG completely outclassed them, and you, you hope that it could go that way, but then on Monday, I know Chelsea are in bits at the moment, but United look really, really assured, so it's, it's a difficult one to call, but it's such a big game for Liverpool, and it, yeah. I don't think you can underestimate how much a win there would give them confidence to go anywhere they want for the rest of the season and win. Um, you know, after after that, what what games are you looking at? Goodison. Well, I think if Liverpool win at Old Trafford, they'll back themselves to definitely win at Goodison, and then Chelsea. It's just our luck that probably, they'll probably yeah. sack their manager Mourinho and they'll come, come back. back and, and yeah, yeah. The, the last run of the season. But but saying that, Liverpool will, will back themselves to beat them at home and, and Tottenham at home as well. So yeah, um, it's massive. I can't. To be honest, I flipped from one day to the other thinking what will happen because having seen them against PSG, I thought, oh, Liverpool have got a chance here. But then one day... I, 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 I think a lot of that... United are the better suited to playing away with yeah, the players yeah, you've got. Not, like, not I, I, I do think that in, in the, the counter. Of, yeah, I mean, you've got power players, haven't you? You've got, you know... And I don't mean, like, necessarily tall and strong. I mean, I mean sort of explosive, short base players, so Rashford and Pogba, you know, even the full-backs are a little bit you know, of that ill. It's quite good, I think, for Liverpool that the likelihood is they're not going to have Martial and Lingard because yeah. they're two players who could definitely definitely score against Liverpool and I don't, you know... Rashford's the one for Rashford's me. Rashford's the one. Yeah, he's Pogba. always... Yeah. I mean, Pogba, what, yeah. If Pogba's in the mood, you know, Pogba's can be unplayable. He, was, he, he wasn't even off the bench at, mm. at Anfield. He, he was an unused sub for that game, so I'm sure he'll have... He'll want to be making a point of... of Against you know the Premier League potential champions, but it's, it is a tough one. I think the atmosphere is going to be obviously huge. Liverpool can't afford to start the way they started last night and let and get Old Trafford right up yeah. and, and really sort of encourage. Liverpool would be pretty well versed in, or sorry. Advised to do what Bayern did a little bit and, and, and take a bit of the sting out of the game. It don't have to win it in the first fifteen yeah. minutes. Don't have to mm-hmm. go all gung ho. Just just get the game calm and then and then see if we can use our our um, our qualities. But 
it's one of those games, isn't it, where Sky are going to go absolutely, you know, it's going to be over the, yeah. over the top. It's going to have all the hype. Um, and it is one of those where I wouldn't be surprised any result. But I think Liverpool, I agree with Joe, I think Liverpool have to avoid defeat on Sunday. I, I, I can't see them coming back from a from a drubbing at Old Trafford, I think. Because it's also, City are expecting Liverpool to, to drop points. City's, yeah. City think they're top of the league on level games. Yeah, they don't yeah. They don't think, oh, Liverpool got a game and they think, well, they're getting beat at Old Trafford. Yeah. So, so let's wipe that so off. So we go for there. Yeah. And I think if the, if, you know, the City fan gets to six o'clock on Sunday and goes, they've, they've done it again. Have they won there? Yeah. I think it just, it just changes a little bit in the psyche of both clubs where it's, it's like, these aren't going anywhere, are they? These are these are really it. I think That's I think it confirms Liverpool are, are no longer the favourites, obviously, for the title. It confirms that they're on a wobble as well. If they also get these, yeah. I mean, I think six points clear, seven points clear. We still weren't favourites to win the title the way the press mm. have been going on about it. But you yeah. know, do you think that because Klopp's come out and said after last night's uh, results, he's gonna they're gonna turn the frustration of last night. Uh, and 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 pointed towards Old Trafford and stuff. Do you think that? Um, do you think that? Do you think that Klopp is? Do you think he has it in him to go? Let's just get at them. I mean, let's just. Or do you think there is a this new sort of sit back thing? Because I've I've found at times that that he's been too cautious. I mean, I think against City at at at, at their grounds, I think uh, I think he was a bit too cautious, and I think I think we suffer from that. In fact, at Anfield, I think we were a bit too cautious, and we nearly. You know, we we nearly we nearly got it there because mm. uh, Maris Mr. Penn. Do you think that? Do you think that he needs now to really? You, you want to be able to go away from Old Trafford, surely going. Well, you know what? We gave that a stab. Even if we yeah, did, I'm yeah. sounding like we're not going to win. I feel like we can get results yeah. against them because I, I think, think that, I think they felt that last season. Didn't they? Yeah. I think Liverpool felt that they got two goals in the first half hour, and it was yeah. Just like, oh, God. yeah, right. And then Liverpool came on strong second half, and it was like well, you know it felt like they left it too late. Yeah, they, no, they should have. They should have really gone for it, but. It's tough because the the margins are so fine. So I actually agree with you that I think Klopp was a little bit conservative at the Etihad. Same with the subs. Yeah, took a long time to put Fabinho on, didn't he? And I don't. Shakiri came on quite late. And you thought, could he? Could he have been a bit more? But but then you look at it and say, do you know what? We're what, one point eight centimeters away from going ahead. Yeah, which would have changed. Complete vindication. Could have had a red card for their captain in the first start. You know, all those things could. You're talking about. Tell you what, Klopp didn't have to do a number on City there, didn't he? The way he went in there. So. I think, I think he'll, I think he'll, what he's turned Liverpool into a bit more is a, is a, a team that gets stronger as it goes on rather than one that has to fly out the traps yeah. and, and, and get the game won by half-time or by the hour. So I don't, I think if you offered Klopp now, if you said nil-nil with 15 minutes to go at Old Trafford on Sunday, I think he'd snap your hand off. He'd say, yeah, lovely, and then we'll go. Then we'll go. I don't think he. I don't think he. He'll go and show his hand too early. No. Personally, I think a big indication would be how he sets the midfield up. Yeah. He's got. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Now because Fabinho played well last night at centre half, and I think I think all three of us would sit here and say I'd play centre half again rather than Matip. But he probably won't, will he? Too, play, I think he'd be Matip. too influential to miss yeah, in midfield. Yeah. So yeah. then you move into midfield, but then who do you drop out? Because Cater has improved recently, and and he he's a more attacking player. And if you if you take him out, then you. You've got Wayne Ardham and, yeah. and Henderson. Yeah. And then got Milner, who he loves in big yeah. games. Yeah, he that's, loves that's, in those away true. games against the big six. Yeah. I think a I, I, find, I find it hard to believe he'll drop Henderson. And the problem, as I said before, and I'm not getting on Henderson's back at all because too many people do that anyway. And he was a very, very strong player last night. But I think that when we have him and, and Wijnaldum uh, in midfield, it slows us down completely. It slows down the pace of, our, of the way we play. I think so. But I think also in a game like Sunday... A game that you think will be 
very aggressive, very fast. I actually think it could suit him. I almost wonder whether he might put Henderson on Pogba a little bit and say, you follow him and just stick to him and, and annoy him. If you play, I think well, if you keep Pogba out of the game, you've, you're yeah. doing a long way to nullify any... Definitely, because you, you so, keep Pogba out of the game, you sort of keep Rashford out of the yeah, game as well yeah. because them two have got such a good link-up. But also, Matic plays in midfield for United and I've definitely seen Henderson and other players rat him yeah. pretty well. I've seen him struggle against Liverpool because mm. he's not quick of feet and people getting around him and just, just nipping in and, and winning tackles. So I think... I think there'll be a little bit of that. I think he'll leave Cater out personally. I think I yeah. think he'll partly because I think I think the subs also indicated because he took Cater was the first one. He didn't yeah. take Henderson off or Wijnaldum last night. He took Cater off because I think he sees him as the most dispensable at the moment yeah. In, yeah. in big games, and, you know, rightly or wrongly. And I also think that he sees. Is there any point? Having Henderson on the bench, you know, is Henderson going to impact the game on the bench? Maybe if you're down to ten men, you're hanging on to a one nil. But really, you know, if you're getting beat and it's an hour gone, well, do you want what's Jordan going to do off the bench? No, yeah. no disrespect to Jordan. Cater might be one of those games where it's like, you know what, this is even now we can unleash a Cater and we yeah. can unleash Shakiri and, and let's have a real bash in the second. You know, I think last, that's the, that's the, the I think that's the play, isn't it? I think is to start with them and have them as backups, have yeah. them as something to influence the. You no, know loads can have to listen. You know, yeah. Someone will fall ill at Melwood later in the week. Someone will wash their hands. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll go down yeah. the drain and Alisson won't be playing or something like that yeah. Touchwood, let's hope not The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Bobby Firmino last night considering he got yeah. out of his sickbed um, not a bad performance from him Not a bad sort he's strong isn't he he's so strong on, on the sly I mean there was one one instance where I think Matip played the ball right through the middle and it it was a tough, tough pass to, to give someone. It was about on the halfway line. Henderson, it was. Yeah. Was it Henderson played yeah. it to him? And it ended up with the chance, didn't it? That man, yeah. Had. And he, and he, he was, he wasn't half strong at holding it up and then and moving it on. So, yeah, I mean, he's he's massive to what Liverpool do, isn't he? And and even when perhaps he's not catching the eye by scoring goals or or getting assists, he is hugely influential. And you know, I think I think he'll be key on Sunday. Um, and the problem I found. For Liverpool is when when they take him off and put other people on, yeah, they just they, they drop off they drop off huge yeah, and, and they can put a Rigi on all they want, but it, they just never looks good. Yeah, you're right. I think I think Liverpool's next play when they take Firmino off has got to be putting Salah centre forward yeah. and putting someone else on the right, Shakiri or whoever, because you know again Rigi's had the, the unbelievable moment and it'll never be forgotten. But you know there's a reason why it's sort of even more folklore is because it's so. Unexpected, so and random, that, wasn't yeah, it? Out of yeah, sync, yeah. really, isn't it? So, but um, he showed his true colours at West Ham, didn't he? When he scored that shot oh, wide at the end, yeah, good goal at Wolves, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that? I mean, I, you read stuff all the time about about potential signs for clubs and stuff, and you see that United are going in for the cooler bodies. We mentioned him last time. Do you think? Do you think Liverpool should be in a position now where FSG are going? All right, we we because they've turned over record profits. We should now be pushing on. We should now be saying, let's get these. Because if anything, from this season, what we've seen is we've seen a patched up Liverpool side a lot of the time. And we've seen, the, you know, the squads that City can put out, they more or less have two or three players for every position, don't they? I mean, they dropped seven against Newport and brought on Sané and, you know, yeah, yeah. Otamende. And they were bringing on these players and you think, well, they're all 30, 40, 50 million plus players. Yeah. We've, yeah, we've had injuries, but you've got to expect that that's going to happen during the course of a season. So do we... Do we have to look beyond this season? Do we have to look at getting not just 30 million, 20 million pounds, 
um, centre backs that we can train up. But is it not worth looking at and going? Look, we've 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 we more money by spending money. Can't can't you do that again? Yeah, possibly. I don't think Liverpool squad's too small. I think it's I think it's too brittle. You know, I think they've got too many players in the squad who, for whatever reason, you, know, you just look at some of the names: Matip, Lovren, Gomez, Lallana, Sturridge, Klein. All players who never surprised if they're injured. Mm. You know, you're never, you're never surprised if you say, "Oh, you know what, Adam Lallana's a doubt for the weekend." Yeah. It's just, it just sort of accepted, isn't it? You know, part of it. Trent, you know, has a few problems with with muscles as well this season. Um, thankfully, Touchwood again, the the big three and Van Dijk have have avoided avoided, avoided those, it, yeah. and that's mm. and Allison as well. You know, that they're, they're huge, huge bonuses. But um, yeah, I do, the Liverpool. I think they're beyond the stage now where they should be signing squad players. I think I think they're at the stage now where they're signing potential first team players and wrote, you know to go in a rotation and you know, to be a bit brutal and say, Do you know what, you know, Sadio Mane is a great player, but Sadio, Sadio Mane is not. You know, if he doesn't perform for five games, Sadio Mane is not keeping his place. We'll, we'll have him. We'll have yeah. this guy to come in or. or or whoever you know, John Henderson, Genie Wijnaldum. You know, you can get you can get into a, a habit of saying, you know, these are the fixed starters. These are the ones that start every game, and so we'll buy players who can come in for them. But no, it shouldn't be that. It should be, we'll buy players who we all think can become starters, and we'll and we'll let them. Yeah. We'll let nature take its course, and you know, natural selection, if you like. We should go to the Lazar Markovic yeah. syndrome, <laughs> just not buying these players of a. I mean, he cost a lot. It was twenty million pounds. Twenty million pounds. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably in a tricky position now, aren't they? Because they've got to go out and buy players. Who you've almost got to say to them now. You've got to get in this team, yeah, yeah. and and that you know people, there's a lot of talk about team awareness. But my my big worry if, if if Liverpool are interested in him, how do they sit down and convince him? All right, we want you, but yeah. you might not start every single week, and that's where City can because a they've got the, the money to pay them in wages, and b to be fair they've bought quite cleverly, haven't they? You know, Jesus was a player who was young and came came in at a time when. He wasn't quite ready to just play every week, so he'd accept it. Same for Sané. Same probably could be said for Bernardo Silva when he came in the summer and he's he's forced his way in. Yeah. And and they've they've done well in that respect. And, and Liverpool have got to box clever, I think, in the transfer market find some players who are who are still hungry to prove themselves. I was going to say but, character, isn't it? Yeah, You've got to yeah. find the right characters, definitely. And that 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 is tough. That's tough. Yeah. And you know, I think that's where you do make mistakes. But hopefully, they seem to do their homework nowadays. And. and that most of the signs they've made in the last couple of years have been superb. So, and also, yeah, also you think, you know, Oxley Chamberlain is a new sign, isn't he? If he comes back for next season, I mean, probably won't get, you know, might get the odd moment from him before the end of this season, but probably next season is is his his world. So you've got that. So you don't necessarily need to spend massive on midfielders. I don't think so. You can fine tune a little bit more and be a bit more specific. Probably going to need a left back. Need a centre back, don't they? Yeah, I think they're going to need a centre back. They're probably going to sell one of them. Yeah. I'd imagine Matt. It might be the the one on the chopping block. Um, they might, they might. You might say they need the right back as well. If if Joe Gomez is going to going to stay know, at centre, which yeah, there'd be no reason gonna, why he wouldn't. Because I also think that it doesn't. When you when you look at it, really, there aren't there aren't many players. People talk about oh, you can play right back or centre back. There aren't many who actually do. Mm. There aren't many that you go. One week he plays right back, one week he plays centre. But he doesn't. He, he's someone who can fill in us. And I think you do need. You probably do need a specialist to, to deputise, yeah. especially for someone like Trent, who's twenty. He's going to have ups and downs. He's going to have injuries. He's going to have niggles. But so it is probably just the forward areas and the defence, isn't it? That, that they 
that they're going to look to maybe make some fine tuning signs. It might be two or three. Um, the what the guy you mentioned there, Koulibaly, I'd have him. I'd have him all day. I think he's there. Uh, you know, he looked very, very good so in the Anfield. Well, I, I, can I, you, just to stop United getting him as well. Yeah, yeah, can you right. imagine him alongside Virgil Van Dijk? I mean, it's a, that's that's. It's well, Donald, if it was a striker, that's half of Donald Trump's wall, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Just a, just a word on Trump, by the way. I know you interviewed I him. This week. Just a word on Trump. Isn't yeah, it? Let's not get political, word Joe. Word on Trent. Uh, I watch him in games. Like I know, probably both fullbacks weren't at their best last night. But you watch him in games like that against Bayern Munich. Sometimes you have to remind yourself he's twenty years old, no, no, no. a lad from West Derby playing yeah. playing fullback in a game like that. And but there, no, there must like be other clubs in Europe. We probably take him for granted a little bit, but Definitely. likes of Bayern Munich must look at him and think, yeah, he's only 20, 20 young English fullback." Because if he was a young German, Kimmich, yeah. we look at him and go, "Don't we go? He's he's quality." Him. Yeah. So I mean, what, what a the player. other thing I love about him is he doesn't play. You know, like you know when you you throw someone in at the deep end and you you're like. They're like that, like yeah. excited. He doesn't just. Oh, I'm gonna get get rid of this, get rid of this, get rid of this. Just lump it up the line. I don't want to make a mistake. He play. He plays the same Intelligent way he's passes, played yeah. he was, since he was a kid, and he plays into midfield. You know, right? He he gave a few away last night, didn't he? And I think there was one when he he gave. I think he gave away three times in about ten seconds, where he just tried to play the same pass three yeah. times, couldn't. But never, never, um, never shakes it. Never doesn't want the ball. Always on the overlap, gives the width and. Yeah, Joe's right. You know, I think Liverpool did it with Joe Gomez a little bit, didn't he? You know, yeah. you can look over the garden wall sometimes, can't you? And say, oh, of course God, you can. Right. You know, I've heard people talk about this Wan Bissaka, the Crystal Palace, good player, looks a really good player, but he's not. He's not Trent. No, no, no. 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 We do take it for granted. I think you're absolutely right there. But I think strengthening is is is, is yeah, definitely yeah. something we need to. I mean, it could have barely be amazing. He's nineteen. Is it nineteen million? Something like it's that. He's a yeah. snip, isn't he? For, <laughs> yeah, for us now. It's nothing in the tra- it's, no, couldn't transfer market, is it? It's, it's absolutely it's not. nothing. Where do you think then what do you think the midfield's gonna be for the weekend against United? And do you think do you think it is gonna be Hendo, uh Genie and, and Fabino? I almost definitely think it'll be that. The, I, if I was a better man, I'd put money on that because Do you not I, a better man, Joe? No, that's all. That's all. Um no, but if you Someone has to go, don't they, from the midfield, and it, it's got to be Cater, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, he hasn't, mean, the thing is, he hasn't he hasn't done what other players have done, like Fabinho, which is he hasn't played himself into that position to mm-hmm. the point where the manager says, "I can't drop him," yeah. and that's what he's done. That's what Fabinho's done. Fabinho, from a terrible start at the Arsenal yeah. game, yeah. he's gone. You know what? Actually, we don't really want a team without Fabinho yeah. in. And the other thing is, Cater. I think you can see a physical drop off in Cater as well yeah. when he starts games. I think yeah. you can see that. You know, you, I don't say he can't do ninety, but he, he looks like it can get to him a little bit in the second half of games. I think it got to him last last night. You know, he was he does a lot of ball carrying and he does a mm-hmm. lot of you know running and things. But I think you know you don't want to be you don't want to be looking leggy at Old Trafford's big pitch. You know, adrenaline's going to be pumping a big game. You know, he's going to want to. I mean, I can understand why I he's going to want to go he'll with. Go safe, he'll go he's going to. Yeah, you can also. You can you can make plans without them, can't you? In the sense that you can push one out of them further forward. Yeah, they played very well against Bournemouth yeah. in, a, in a slightly more advanced position, uh, and I think I suspect that's what he'll do. He'll, he'll play one out of them as the more advanced of the three, and then Henderson and Fabinho will be expected to do a lot of work and yeah, try and like keep Pogba. Sort of, yeah, four, yeah, two, three, one, yeah, almost, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think. And like Neil says, he's an option from the bench. He's been playing quite well recently. And again, if if they can get into the, the latter stages of the game, bring him on. If he has an effect, then that will only help him. So, yeah. yeah. I, I know we've mentioned this before, but just how influential is Gini Wijnaldum coming to this side? He's just becoming so reliable, isn't he? I love him. There was, a, there was an instance last night, again, I, I'm trying to 
picture it in my head, but he picked the ball up and, and it almost looked like someone was going to take it off him. He's just kind of. He just did it. Did he do? Did he flick it over his head? He did something like that anyway and held it off and and then just ran up the pitch. And There's one in midfield, brilliant. right early on, where he, he did like a sort of a, a Cruyff flick inside. Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. In the sense, and he yeah. was, they were almost riding on his yeah, back. Exactly, yeah, exactly. He yeah. just carried on running, and he just came yeah. away with it. I, I did. Um, I thought a little plug for you. But I did um, did a chat with Pep Linders, the assistant manager, last week, and he's just he's a Dutchman, obviously. So, but you mentioned Genie Wijnaldum, and he just puffed his cheek. So he said, him and Firmino are the two that represent everything that we want from Liverpool players because they do everything. And he said, yeah. you can play Genie centre back, playing number six, number eight, number ten, probably playing wide if you wanted mm-hmm. them to. He said, and he does the same, you know, provides you the same quality pretty much every game. You know, certainly the same qualities and. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I, I said this on another another show. Sorry, you know, I've been whoring myself out a little bit. <laughs> of, of late. But um, you're a very attractive man. Be interested to see if Genie Wan Alms in the PFA team of the year. I don't think he will be. Oh, he won't get near it. No, but he should be. He should be. Yeah, Fernandinho will be in and Kante will be in. Yeah, yeah. You guarantee, guarantee that. And and Genie Wan Alms had a better, as good a season as Fernandinho and a better season than Kante. Yeah, and it is. A more complete football than either of them. You get some stick for this, but rightly so. Sam Carroll says Andre Gomez, Andre Gomez of four good games for Everton is better than Genie Wijnaldum. He laughed at me when I said he's a far better midfielder. That's why the kid wears silly socks and makes tea. Well, exactly, yeah, and he'll carry on make, making tea and wearing silly socks until <laughs> he sorts himself out. That's just my <laughs> accidental that, elbow in the face. I might just flame him on the way back. He's past. such an underrated player, isn't he? That's the thing. I think that's what sums him up is that he will be as overlooked. Yeah, by the by the uh, by the PFA as he has been for uh, yeah. playing for Liverpool until you realise till he's out of the team and then you go, whoa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll give you a little thing. Liverpool, we I don't know if Joe worked here then, but certainly there was a summer. There was certainly one summer when all I got asked about every single day was a Liverpool signing Kovacic, who's at Chelsea now on yeah. loan. And he was literally, come on, Liverpool got this Kovacic, and Kovacic has come to the Premier League and look at him. And Liverpool went and got Genie Wijnaldum and people would have gone, wow, Genie Wijnaldum from Newcastle got relegated. <sighs> what are we getting him for? What a good player. What, no, a, what no. a good sign and what a good player. And, you know, one of the best in the, in the league, comfortably. An absolute an absolute workhorse, isn't he? Definitely. I, I love him. Nice I think guy it, as well. Yeah. James's mate, isn't he? Is he James's oh, mate, isn't he? Big friends with James Pierce. He's got a lovely smile. James, James and you got on Miss the eye then Joe you're right he's got a lovely smile you need to lie down with Jeannie any of you don't get lost in Jeannie's smile I think there's something wrong with you did you yeah good guy there you go just to clear up as well last night interesting enough there was a bit of a heated exchange at the end of the match between Klopp and uh, is it Kovac? Yeah. Kovac, yeah. Kovac. Um, but that's apparently because in Germany, they, the managers shake hands with the players first and then the managers. So we went to shake hands with the players and then Klopp yeah. went mad because he looked like he... It's funny because Klopp doesn't know the way it works. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I thought. And I think Kovac said, didn't he? said, in Germany, we'll do it the German way. And mm, I'm not not 100% sure about that one. I'll have, to, I'll have to study some Bundesliga tapes and see if that happens. I think probably just forgot. And and then that's a backtrack yeah. a little bit. Do you think Klopp gets really sick? By the way, of every interview before the game, you know Bayern so well. You know Bayern. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't been in Germany for like yeah. four yeah. years. He never managed, he never managed them. In fact, <laughs> yeah. it's like asking to you know, it's like saying to Dalglish, you know Everton so well. Yeah, yeah. Not, not only to the point where he doesn't like didn't like playing them, yeah, he doesn't yeah. like them because they're not his team. It's, it's it's a completely different thing. Yeah. Mm. Did you notice how? How restrained Klopp was last night compared to what he normally is. He didn't. He wasn't animated at all, was he? Mm. And yeah, I suppose. And the one moment I remember in the first half was when it was sort of it was a counter attack. I think it was 
Nabry on the right, and then three got round. I think Cater, Robertson, and maybe Henderson got round, and they won the ball. I think they, I think they they won the ball, and then it, it hit him and went out for a throw yeah. in, and Klopp sort of give it a you know a little bit of a yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, he, I think he was a bit, he seemed a bit annoyed in the in the in the press comments a little bit sort of a bit like you say a bit frustrated, bit, bit bored or underwhelmed. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I expected a bit more potentially, but yeah, there's nothing. I think if you picked. If you picked the Klopp, if you said, how do you want to get it done? Do you want to beat them 6-0 at Anfield? Or do you want to beat them 1-0 to go through in the second leg at the Allianz? He'd pick the, he'd pick the Allianz. Yeah, he'd yeah. love to win there. Mm. He'd love to go over there and go, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for coming. We're going through to the last eight. Do you think, and I'm just this is a total devil's advocate question this now, because I know the answer I'm going to get straight away. Do you think there will be many fans going out the ground last night thinking, yeah, all right, you know, that could have gone better, but... If we go out the Champions League, we can concentrate on the league. Do you think? No, I mean, it's a question. Yeah. I, I actually heard a couple of people saying it last night, going out the ground, and I'm thinking, is this is this is this, is this league now this this push to to win the title so kind of so all consuming that we'll, that the, some of the fans are willing to go? Well, if we get beat, we get beat more out the Champions League, but we can concentrate on that. Yeah. Or, is, or is it done I by an enemy? Well, that- I don't I don't think it has any impact personally on the league. No, if anything doesn't it impact your confidence. Yeah, I would have yeah, thought. Yeah, it shows if you if you get beat, it shows that you can get beat, doesn't it? You know, yeah. it shows, Liverpool don't lose many games, and if they're losing games, and it, it shows, God, you know, someone's got the measure of us there. And what will what will Watford have learned from watching Bayern Munich beat? You know, what will Everton have learned? You know, have we shown a weakness there? But no, I, I don't like the you know. Are the media the world's worst for it, aren't they? In the sense of you are nailed, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, am, I am. I embody the media yeah. um, on this occasion. But this, if you could pick one, if you could pick yeah. one, what would you have? Don't have to. I, don't have <laughs> no. I mean, Henderson and Stick. I, loads of loads of rival fans giving Henderson Stick for. I'd, we'd pick both. No, you don't understand the question, Jordan. It's one or the other. No, he does. He's yeah, just he doesn't understand it. He's just saying what a he's answering the way is. where he knows that either or is. It's like, yeah, it's would you rather get shot or stabbed? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's it's. Yeah. What's the point in the, in the question well, in the first place? I don't. No, no Liverpool fan who's going over to Munich. Want you know, we'll we'll go over with that attitude of ah, if we get beat, we get beat. Yeah. No, they all want to go. Do you want to go to Barcelona in the last eight, or do you want to go to Madrid? Do you want to come back up against Ramos and yeah. and, and bury that that demon? <laughs> Not literally. Although there could be a few reds carrying shovels there, mate. Loads of hotels booked for Munich, eh, for Munich, for Madrid, and, yeah. and and things like that. You know, they booked last summer because they, they, they believe that they're going to get there. I don't think. Uh, I don't you don't think you can sell it on for ten thousand yeah, pounds. Yeah, 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 an Airbnb. Yeah. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't think any Liverpool fan, I don't think any football fan should think like that. You know, where if it comes down to it, and it's a game where, you know, you've got a game two days later, and you might have to rest some players. Okay, then you have to think about it. But it's not that doesn't happen with the Champions League. It's it's, it's far enough apart. It's just about head down, and it. it's got. I mean, I think I'm, why not I'm, win both? Why, I mean, not, win why both? not? Why not? You know, people talk about a historic season, winning the league twenty nine years. Imagine you could win both. What if, what if they won both? It'd be, it'd be, you know, it wouldn't just be a historic season. It'd be a, a, it'd be a you know, a potentially now never to be repeated season. Yeah, it's it's there. It's you know, it's only sixteen just, games away. I, I just find it hard as a red to ever want to doubt us. I find it hard to go. We can't, mm. and you know, we can't. I don't think we can, mm. even though it's there in the back of your mind. I have to just plough forward. You have to just plough forward, and when yeah. the whistle goes, you know. Yeah. At a very basic level, you go and flatten Bayern in in their own yeah. backyard. What's what's the following game after Bayern? What's the next game? Um, it is, is Fulham. Fulham and Fulham and then Tottenham. You know, like, uh, you're not going to go into Fulham going. Sorry, oh. Fulham away, Tottenham and home. Yeah, not going to go into Fulham going. Ah, oh, 
good result the other day, but nah, getting yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, they, they're going to go into the next game thinking just flat and buying. But also, as Liverpool's entire, like you said, that Liverpool's entire rebirth been built on. We can, we can do this. Yeah. You know, and but so it makes no sense to to tell yourself that and then to get to the top of the cliff and go, oh God, it's a long way down. No, 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 back up, back up. We'll go yeah, down a bit yeah. more, but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll take it on you know the floor below. It's, it doesn't work. It, well, it shouldn't work like that. And I don't think, I don't think the players, you know, who still don't think get enough credit for how well they've done this season from their own fans or we've from told, we've, we've, or we've, from other other fans. I, I don't think they'll be thinking like that. I think they'll think, why not? We've got 15, 16, 17 games to really be, not just become potential winners of a competition to become legends, yeah. football legends. Yeah, absolutely. Our next five games: Man United, Wofford away, Everton away, Wofford home. Sorry, Wofford yeah, home. I've been sorry. to Wofford this season. I'm just, I'm not going sorry, back. mate. Yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> Man United. I'm, I'm just back. getting excited. Unless he goes to Harry Potter world. Man United, <laughs> Man United away, Wofford at home, Everton away, Burnley at home, and then Bayern and Farming. Mean, running wise, City have got to face United as well, haven't they? At Old Trafford yeah, as well. And Tottenham, so Tottenham, home. And Tottenham. Yeah. 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 And, and listen, the running is going to have one of them results where you go, what? City got you know got beat at Burnley or Liverpool have dropped points. So yeah. There's always one that you know it's not going to be a case that both teams are going to win 12 games and you're going to go wow. It's going to be there's going to be a couple of ups and downs definitely. Yeah. All right, listen boys, that's it. We've come to the end. Uh, Jonesy, it's just been great to have you back. It really Thanks, has. Thanks very much. A little it's bit of tear. Well, great to have me back. It's been great, when and was... you are always welcome. As the song goes, don't be a stranger. Don't be a if only for tonight. Carol, <laughs> do uh, the Carol see the kid just brings it. He brings Knowledge. the A game. Knowledge that. I wonder what was in that massive file of yours. It's just all pop trivia, isn't it? That's it. That's it. He's alleged. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Neil. Uh, thank <laughs> you for listening, and whatever you're listening as well. Thank you. Keep supporting Blood Red. Keep supporting uh, our uh, poetry emotion, and of course, Alain Rouge. Peter Peter Dupin's a great pains to point out that I called his podcast Alain 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 the other week. I can't remember doing that, but I called uh, <laughs> I called Trent Alexander, Ted and Trent Derby for six weeks. So uh, none of you stop me. Uh, all right, I'll see you all again soon. Uh, fingers crossed, we get the result we want. And Man United and push on. Let's do the double, shall we? See you all again soon. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.